Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Saints and Thugs. My name is Rondell Eskridge, and we got my wife over here, Miss Miss Tanae Denine Eskridge. Mm, yes, thank you for joining us. We are excited to be here. We got a a super 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 dope topic to talk about this morning. Um, we also want you guys to like, share, subscribe, all of that good stuff. You can follow us on Instagram, uh, Facebook. We also have the podcast going up. Um, any questions, any comments, anything you want to chime in on, just leave it in the comment section. And Brother Patrick over here will make sure he gets back to you. Pat, say what up. <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard that. Hilarious. Anywho, um, Nate, you got anything you want to say? I'm 20, 31, 32 weeks pregnant, guys. Mm. We made it. We, we made survived. It. Yeah, true story. Listen, Definitely. This ain't for everybody. I just want to, for the rest of my life, mama, mama, you know. I. Listen, every time I go to the doctor, y'all, they find something new. Like, it literally is a full on adventure. Nevertheless, it's always amazing to feel your baby kick or mm -hmm. turn or split. For some reason, I feel like my baby crib walk. <laughs> he I mean, might he coming out cripping. Yeah. Uh, he might be able to crip walk. Um, yeah, definitely. This last week was my birthday. Um, oh yes, happy yeah, birthday! Definitely, to the love of my life. Feeling forty-five. Like, no, trying to be funny. Thirty-five. Oh. <laughs> thirty-five years old or young. And uh, Sunday, uh, yesterday, my wife took me and. Uh, my family out to see the Lion King and things for my birthday. And, uh, you know, my niece and nephew, I think they've seen it before. But y'all will be surprised at how many kids hadn't seen the original Lion King. All right. This new generation, parents, y'all got to do better. All right. Same thing with but the I Wiz. I bet y'all kids seen the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Uh, or my 16-pound, 1,600-pound <laughs> life. Anywho, um... Definitely. I uh, make sure your kids see the classics. Um, if you take them out to see this one, uh, hopefully they seen the original first. This one was really good, but it definitely wasn't better than the original. Um, I feel like the original Lion King, um, the music was just so good that it was hard to top it. 
Um, I felt like uh, even the characters, like I, I just felt like, I don't know, it was just something so authentic about that first Lion King that I couldn't get out of my head. But this one was really good. Um, um, I would see it again. I would show it to my kids. And uh, um, I enjoy seeing it at the movies. Definitely. Yeah, I definitely thought it was good. It's a must-see. Regardless, it's, it's hard to top the original, but it definitely was a must-see. Beyonce did her thing. Donald Glover did his thing. Um, my part, my favorite part was when uh, Simba and Scar got into to a brawl. You know I'm a thug. I like a good fight. Um, I felt like the fight was absolutely amazing. Absolutely <laughs> amazing. And as always, good whips evil's tail. What did you think about the music? Listen. I the music is a byproduct of the culture because the culturally we're coming we're becoming so ambiguous. It, I, it wasn't as soulful as the first one. Mm. You used to could differentiate the styles and types of music because black church music was soulful and contemporary music was relaxing and more like it's like everybody's trying to mesh it together. So the music like the first Lion King, you felt a leap in your belly. You didn't mm. know if it was a baby, I'm gonna if it was be a spirit, your or it was what king. you ate earlier. But you felt something move, right? There wasn't a lot of leaping in this movie. Mm. But it was a feel-good movie. My man Zazu, too. Man, Zazu might be one of my favorite characters, but I felt like it could have gave him a little bit more oomph. You know what I mean? Um, anywho, it was a great movie. Um, definitely have your kids see the classics. I've been walking around judging black parents all week. If your kid hasn't seen The Wiz... Um, ease on down, ease on I'm down. I'm judging down the road. you. Uh, definitely, we're gonna be showing that at a movie night um, um, at our church on August 16th. So, um, if your kid hasn't seen it, that's a good time to bring him out to see it. But if they haven't, I'm judging you definitely, for sure. Why hasn't your kid seen The Wiz? The thing about it is, okay, have you seen The Wiz? Rye guy hasn't seen The Wiz either. It's okay. It's okay. Have you seen The Wizard of Oz? Yeah. He has seen The Wizard of Oz. So this is what this is your. I'm homework. giving you a ticket to the movie night because you live yeah. right across the street. Yeah. Oh yeah. You do live right. You, you live in. Inwood. You know Michael Jackson and Diana Ross are the stars of the Wiz. I did not know that. Ah mm, yeah. Okay. Google. So we'll see you August 16th movie night, and uh, come check out the Wiz, and then we are gonna ask you on the next show which movie you thought was better, The Wizard of Oz. Or the Wiz, um, we gonna put you on the spot for sure. <laughs> now I got my <laughs> my opinion, but I won't share that today. Um, anywho, we got a really, really, really interesting topic going on. Um, as you guys can see, is Pat, Pat, you good? A tea. Oh, a, a tea. tea. <laughs> a tea. <laughs> hey, I forgot my belt the other day, and I was walking around like the Tin Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's a bad feeling. Oh, anywho, Pat, what's the? Can you give us the topic? Absolutely. Oh, what I tell you? Jesus. He's always. <laughs> That's an accident. No, you said my ringer. If I was in this, that's what I was meant though. If we, if you were in the studio with us right now, you would have seen marriage at its best. <laughs> Literally, you would have seen marriage at its best. Yeah, you're right. Marriage at its best and worst. <laughs> Today we are discussing a Twitter post that went viral. Mm. A young man posted that he wanted to share 10 things about his woman before they wed in the weekend to come. Mm. And he goes on to list, like I said, 10 things about her and how she supported him in ways that most would deem to be uh, shoulder shrugging, mm. eyebrow arching moments. Yeah, definitely. And, and these are the reasons that he cites for his, his willingness and 
confirmation to commit to this woman for the rest of his life. So I think we should begin to explore some of these notions and mm. get some feedback and contribute some thoughts about them. Definitely. My questions were, are you preparing to be his mother or his wife? <laughs> and will you get the opportunity if you mother him before marriage? Mm, do, do, do. Everybody looked at the woman. First of all, we need to get some more women in this studio. Mm. Second of all, here's my take on this. Here is my opening take because y'all know I have multiple takes. Let, let's list some of the things first. Some okay. of the things oh, he said about her. Okay, let's, okay, let's, let's do that. Let's list let's some of the list. Okay. I'll read a few of them. Number okay. one, when I met her, I had no place. Keep in mind, this is a guy talking about the woman he's about to marry. Number one, when I met her, I had no place to stay. I was sleeping on a couch at a friend's house and she knew. Mm. Number two, I found a place later on and she helped paying for my rent for months. Mm. Number three, she got me my first car ever. Listen. Number four, my laptop got damaged and I needed it so much at the time so I could work on my things in order to earn something. She gave me hers. Number five, she covered most costs for our dates for a year. She invested in our first two businesses together and opted for me to run them full time. Mm. I never met her mom until when I brought my family to meet hers. She celebrated and congratulated me for any penny I made at the time, even when it was as little as $10. Hmm. She supported everything I was trying to do to make ends meet, whether it earned us money or not. Though I'm very stable in all now, I know she doesn't really care about those things. She cares about me solely. I know she'd give me anything in the world if she had to because she proved it over and over and over again. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the kind of woman I'm marrying. Woo! What y'all think, man? What's your What's your honest opinion? Please leave it in the comment section. Anybody in? Oh, shucks! I just oh, did after it. she just talked about me. Oh, See okay. that? And mine yeah. went far. Yours went way longer. No, give me no. Did you do, okay. Yes, I did. Thank you very much. That is hilarious. Um, I won't expose judge her. not unless she be. I won't expose her. I'm seven months pregnant. I won't expose her. Anywho. Listen, <coughs> some of the comments on the uh, on the actual Twitter post were hilarious. Um, oh my god! What and is uh, one person said, "Can you make a list of ten things you did for her?" Oh wow! <laughs> like, sound like she was doing all of oh the work. Um, definitely, uh, that's a that's an, uh, uh, an extensive list of things for a woman to do for a man. And I'll start it off by saying, I don't know if I could have accepted all of that. As a as a man, like I don't know if I would have been comfortable um, doing all that. I don't know, Pat. How you how you feel about that? I just, uh, it don't. I can't. I don't. Uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't no words. I, I don't have words, man. <laughs> like, I would feel so inadequate. Yeah. Like I would. I would like melt. Yeah. I'm like, melting. Uh, like, yeah. I don't think no. I could just receive that much help. Yeah. Like that's that. it. Just yeah. This this is the thing too. I okay, think, go ahead. Oh, before I say this, go ahead. I think we have to preface this with the nature of men and women. Mm-hmm. Okay, because mm-hmm. very important. Because in her, I know in her heart, she wasn't trying to handicap him. Mm-hmm. She was trying to help him. But what you have to understand, you have to understand the nature of a man to understand that your help has limits. Mm-hmm. And so in her in her heart and her goal, her objective was to empower a man so she could have a man. But she doesn't understand that when you empower a man in a certain way, you become his mother. Because mm. it's his mother's job to get him ready for marriage. It's not your job to get him ready for marriage. Your mm. job is to cultivate what his mother put in him. Mm. Now, and if his mom ain't putting nothing in him, that's the problem. 
Mm. <laughs> then you go back to the source. But you can't you can't parent your man. And so, you know, we expecting our first son. So we've already had all these hundred conversations. We're gonna talk to him about women. We want our son to be a virgin until he's married. That's our desire for him. So we've taught him that if you if you defile her before you marry her, she yours. So if you want to be taken Ooh. what's special to her, you need to be able to take care of her. You need to make sure somebody else may not want what you already use. Mm-hmm. So you need to understand that it's yours and it's going to be yours to keep. Right. Ooh. And so those are the conversations that mothers have to have with their sons, because clearly he not y'all. He was perfectly OK with him, with her being his mother and his woman. No, listen. OK. I think that as a man, there are certain things that I just would not expose to a woman about myself um, if it's not together. Like, I'm just not comfortable with that. You know what I mean? Um, And I don't know. Maybe I, I didn't grow up with those types of men either. Like, if you don't have no money. I'm the type of guy, if I didn't have any money, I'm not going on a date. Mm-mm. I'm not going. I don't want to go. Mm-mm. Right? I, I don't feel comfortable. Like, I don't feel comfortable you fronting the bill. You know, none of that. Uh, I, re- I can remember when this girl really, really, really liked me. I knew she really liked me. Right? And I was just coming out of school. I had no money. Right? And I knew she wanted to be with me. But I was like, mm, first of all, I ain't got a job yet. Secondly, my car broke down. Right. And I can't afford to take you out even if I wanted to. Mm. And I knew she knew all those things, but she was still willing to take me out. Like she still wanted to go places. And I just was like, but but the thing is, she didn't know any of those things. She had no clue. Like I didn't tell her I don't have no money. That's why I'm not going. (laughs) I was just like, no, I'm good. (laughs) I'm tired today. You know what I mean? And I was taught you don't expose that (laughs) to a woman either. You don't just be like, no, I'm broke right now. Right. And what I realized, too, is that sometimes that works. Like, men don't use that in their favor. Like, like this, I don't know, like this uh, perverted honesty. Where it's like, nah, I'm struggling right now. You know, and I got dreams and aspirations. You know what I mean? So I just, you know. And then a woman's like, oh, well, you know, we can just, I'll pay for it. You know, that type of thing. And the dude's like, all right, cool. Like, I've never <laughs> been that guy. So for me, I'd either lie and be like, nah, I'm busy. I can't, you know what I mean? Can't right. do it, even though I'm broke. Right. Or I would just ignore her call and <laughs> ignore her text until until I had something. You know what I mean? And so much so to where this girl, once I, the girl tried to really like force it on me. So she's like, you know, a group of us are going to this theme park, and um, I want you to go. They all got dates. You know what I mean? We ain't got to be on a date, but I just, I, I really need you to go with me. And I'm like, uh, shoot, I can't do it, you know. And she's like, look, I already bought the tickets. I paid for everything. I know you don't like being paid for, but I already got it. So can you go? I agreed to go, right? Now, I went having money, but not money to spend on that, right? When I got there, the girl handed me about $500 and was like, this is our spending money. And I'm like, Ew, who hurt mama? (laughs) I'm like, er? Right, and so I didn't feel comfortable. Right, so I got the money. In you got a discretionary five hundred dollars in a six flags. What are you? Who are you? Who are you? I told y'all he cute. Listen, look, this is the thing. It ain't no vacation. It's it ain't a no, six right. flags. Literally, you know what I'm saying. It, it, this is the thing, right? She in a different situation than I'm in. Her parents treat her different. Her dad treat her different. You know all of these things, right? Five hundred dollars. 
So she like, well, when we gonna eat? Because we'd been there for like two hours. I ain't said nothing. Jerry right. said five hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> right? I haven't said nothing. So she's like, well, I'm hungry. I'm like, oh, you hungry? I'm good. So I guess we can go get some food. But I'm good. We go get food. She get what she go get. She's like, you're not gonna eat. I'm like, nah, not right now. I do not feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? He's starving. I'm starving. But <laughs> hold on, I want. I'm hungry wait, like a month. So. Real quick, I want to paperclip that because okay. I want you to notice what she did. She could have kept that $500 and spent it on them. But she had enough sense to know that that wasn't a good look for her okay. to keep pulling her money out at Six Flags. Okay. So she, cause she wasn't going to embarrass herself in front of her girls. Because okay. as you believe it or not, if you paying for your dudes, your girls are talking about you behind your back. That, that is a good Let pin. Let you know There's right a, now. Put a pin right there. Put a there. pin in it. Okay. So you see she slipped him that money. She, a little, she got a little wisdom. That was a little wisdom. Big mama taught her That's something. That's what your mama do at church right before you go in. Right she give you the money and put it in the offering. She's like, here go, here go 50 cent. Go and put that in the offering. Because that's what your mama do. Right, right. So it to you to put in there. Right. You got to feel special. Great analogy, Patrick. That's right. what your mama do before you go in the your church. Your mama exactly do. Right. When you're when you're a kid. Right. When you're in the bin, son. When you're a kid. When you're a child. Yeah. What was the song we played with, with Charlotte Remain? It was a uh, 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 black men don't cheat. Mm-hmm. Right. But the the context of what he was saying was is that if you cheat, you still a boy. But yeah, it, it goes in in yeah. line with yeah. that. Um, that's what men do, not boys. But man, that that's a good pen because realize that as a man if you don't feel some type of way if you pull it up to every restaurant and she's just pulling out her card i'm married she might as well open your door for you yeah like i'm married and sometimes i feel some type of way when my wife pulls out her card we got the same card literally right but at the restaurant she pull out her card to pay, uh-huh. and I'm like, that don't look right. Mm-mm. Nope, I'll, I'll use my card. <laughs> People walking now, by looking pride. at you like, that's pride. what is happening? We got one bank account, and Rondell is the breadwinner Listen, in our family. No, so I'm that's pride. Saying. That's pride. That is pride, definitely. That is, I ain't saying that that's and right. he always happened to lose his, he, Rondell misplaced his wallet. I got to keep my card on deck. He'd be at the <laughs> restaurant, he'd be like. He'd be like, give me the card, and then I'll. <laughs> give me the card. Give me the card. And then it's, no, it's, it's so funny because. Um, I remember, I remember taking out. Um, uh, there was a like a huge culture convention, and it was all these first ladies, and they wanted they they weren't from here, they're from Tennessee, and uh, or a lot of them were from Tennessee, and they wanted to go to Glassstones, right? They wanted to go different places. So I'm driving, I'm their chauffeur, right? And they they would give me a tip to take them, and when I was taking these older women, seasoned women, when we sat down to eat, they gave me the money to pay. Now at the mm. time, I was like maybe 20 years old, right? But I can see that what they were doing was saying, no, you you you're not supposed to feel okay. Mm-hmm. Right? And 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 I don't want you to feel that way. So they would give me the money, then I would pay uh the waiter or, or you know, or what have you. And then later on we would talk about it in the van and she'd say, I know you don't have the money, you ain't supposed to have the money, but I also want you to know what it feels like to 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 take care of us. That you're chauffeuring us, you're taking us places, right? You're fronting the bill. I want you to know what that feels like. So in a sense, they were indoctrinizing me to not be okay with just being at the table with a group of ladies, right, and being, you know, uh, a charity case mm-hmm. in, a, in a sense. And I feel like now, charity. <laughs> I feel like now dudes don't care. Like they they okay with it. I'll I'll be the 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 charity case. But definitely a great point that Tanae made that at least she had enough sense to hand me the money. Right. Because if she was gonna pay for me, I wouldn't like. I can't stand there, sit there. If a woman is pumping gas and the dude is sitting in the passenger seat of the car chilling, oh, like on, boy. on his phone, I'd be. I'm like, I'm married. You lucky, I'm married. I'd be wanting like just. I'd be like, wanting to knock on the on the glass. Yeah, 
I want to, well, sometimes I want to knock on the grass, but sometimes I want to just talk to his girl. Right. I just want to, like, <laughs> I want to disrespect him so bad. Like, I, I want him to look over and see me pumping the gas. Right. Like, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> hold like, up, bro. I got that, bro. Yeah, hold up, bro. Like, I want him to get jealous. Like, no, you sit in the car. You good? Like, no, I'll I pump the gas. Let me do it. You know what I mean? But I'm like, I can't do that. But I, it's, it's a terrible look. Anywho. That was a good point. Uh, point. There's a difference between being a contributor and like a co-signer. Yeah. Boom. You understand? Like, you 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 take it to a whole another level. Like when you're fronting everything. Yeah. Like it's almost like you're a producer at that point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm going to produce the man that I want. Yeah. And I'm going to invest in it. Until like his it's, like his mom. Right. I mean, you got a five year old kid. Mom, I want ice cream. Okay, cool. Mom, I'm hungry. Okay, cool. Mom, I need to go to the game. Okay, what time you need to be there? I mean, literally, you have become someone's kid um, at that point in time. And the reality is that it worked out for this guy, at least up until this point. But there's no guarantee that that's going to work out. You know, in a hundred other cases, ninety-eight out of those, that ain't that's not gonna be the norm. Anywho, finishing with my story. Um, so she gave, so she gave me uh, the five hundred dollars. She ate or what have you, and I think she realized that I wasn't gonna eat. So um, she said she was going to the restroom, and she came back with some food for me or what have you. You know, and then that's how I ended up eating. Out of that five hundred dollars, I think maybe. 470 of it was still there when we left the amusement park. Right? I was like, I'm not spending this money. I already rode with her to the theme park, right? When yeah. we got home and said our goodbyes, I still had the money in my pocket. I wanted one thing. Did you kiss her when you all said your goodbyes? No, I did not kiss her. Rondell. I did not oath. kiss her, Tanae. It's <laughs> <laughs> under oath. <laughs> I, I I did not kiss her. I kissed her before, but I didn't kiss her up until that point. <laughs> That's why you got a five hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think I kissed her before that, though. I think it was after that at some point. Anywho, so you kissed her at the amusement park? No, I did not right, kiss her. You're <laughs> right. Here, yeah, right. <laughs> no, listen. She was an attractive girl, like all. But I just I wasn't comfortable. Anyway, she left without the money, and I was like, oh no, rent. They were what? like, no. I was like, I called her back like, hey, you left your money, you know, or whatever. She's like, oh, no, just hold on to it. I was like, mm -mm, I'm going to bring it to you. No, I'm not. That. So I took her the money back because I'm like, I don't want them type of strings attached because I've seen where it can go. It, like, let's say this don't work out for this lady. Let's say old boy realizes that his life has been super upgraded and another woman who comes in, who looks better, who who, who seems like she has it all together, and he decides I'm going with that. How you think this woman gonna feel? Have you guys seen Acrimony? Ooh. Tyler Perry. Mm. That she movie was terrible too. To I hated him. that movie, but she gonna have to kill him. She gonna like you know what I invested in you. Like it's almost like when you see a crazy mom with her son and he about to marry the woman that she hate. Right. And she's like, you know what I put into you. Right. And this is what you gonna do. This who right. you gonna marry. Right. Right. Kind of like Kobe's parents. Like in, <laughs> in a sense, like yeah. he still don't talk to his dad till this day. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm like, as a woman, um, um, I mean, or in, in, in a sense, you are so invested in him that if he goes off track in any type of way, I think it's going to drive you crazy. That was definitely going to drive you crazy. But but then again, again it's that, that perversion of a relationship. Because when you are in a, a 
peer level relationship, there's this there's a minimal sense of control. I'm not trying to control you. And I may be trying to persuade you or convince you, but I'm not trying to control you. Please understand that this baby in my stomach I will control for a long time. It's not. A, it is my job to control him and to train him until he's able to make intellectual, cognizant um, decisions on his own. So I have to train him until then. He ain't gonna know the difference between hot and cold. So I have to control him to keep him away from the hot. He's not gonna know the difference between sugar and mm. fruit. And I have to train. I have to control him. So there's 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 those are those perversion in the relationships. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But the reality is is. Most women, you know, our pastor preached on this yesterday. Shout out to Bishop Omer. Is that you know we get outnumbered. There are there are four billion women and one million men. Mm. So the reality is, most women feel like they got to put in their work. You know what I mean? She's like, I got to put in work because I'm trying to have me one. Don't nobody want to be by my, by themselves. And so this simple mathematic equation is the reason why she willing to front the bill because she's mm. not gonna be by herself. Yeah, right, because sure. if she don't do it, she think another woman will. Which again, that goes back to the nature of a man and a woman, because he is he has arrived. So five years from now, you know what I mean. When we sitting in these type of settings and we're sharing our stories about our relationships, although he think it's cute, it ain't. It's a he. He's a different person though. That saying, like, part, I think like, that's the part. Like, if she met him and he had none of these things, he's one person. By the time he got all these things together, he's got a job, he's got money now, right? He's got stability. His whole mindset is different. His confidence is different. So the man that she's dealing with in marriage is not the man she's dealing with when she was dating. And that man she's dealing with in marriage is going to have a different type of pride than he had when he was dating. And let's just say, listen, we know in marriage, look, people have marital arguments. And these marital arguments can get real bad, right? Um, you you can You got to have some some thick skin or what have you, because they know the most intimate things about you. They know the most personal things about you. And sometimes all they want to do is hurt you. Sometimes what they say really just comes from a place of, I just want you to feel my pain. They may not even, they don't hate you. They don't want to get rid of you. But sometimes in an argument, I'm going to say this, right? Because I'm, I'm, I'm really upset with you. And the reality is, is that as they go through marriage, She's going to say something about what she did before they got married. I'm I'm almost willing to bet on it, right? I made you, right? If that comes out of her mouth at any point in time, you get two people together, they, they're bound to have an argument for that. You know what I mean? Every single day, you together, you, that argument. The moment she says, I made you, right? Everything you got is because of me. It's going to affect him different now because he feels like a better person. He's like, oh no, I don't, I don't deserve this, right? Um, I don't have to take this, <laughs> right? But you see, today's natural reaction. If that's her natural reaction, that could become a huge problem. Listen, and it's the reality. It's it's the truth. I did not make my husband. And here, here's our story. When I met, I moved out of my mother's house at 19. And this is not uncommon in African American community. It's all women in my house. It can keep the all the women in the house. We was going one about somebody was going to die, so it was best <laughs> that I left. Right? I moved out. Totally great. First apartment. Beautiful homecoming. Family furnished it. It was beautiful. Rondell lived at home until he proposed to me. <laughs> when I met him, he lived at home when he dated. Now he was not at all a bum. When I met him, he had three jobs. I swear he was hiding kids. I was like, why you got three jobs, though? Like, child support kicking your butt right <laughs> Turns out his mother raised him to work. That's how she raised her sons. Her sons are worker bees. Like, that's what they do. 
but so so we got we always have to keep everything in context. So I, as a woman, I lived on my own. I had been paying my bills. We met at twenty seven. I mean, you got twenty seven. Mm-hmm. So I moved out at nineteen. From some nineteen to twenty seven, I had been paying my own rent, my own car note. I had a couple repos. I had had real life happening, right? He lived at his mama's house. I think you was dropping her an offering here or there. Literally, the first time I went I over his I house, was paying rent. Nah, the first. What no offering? He was giving me about $320. Don't worry about what I was giving her. Just know I was paying rent. <laughs> no lie. My first time at his house, his mama was like, you know he don't pay his rent on time. <laughs> I died laughing. She's like, I just want you to know. His mama's hilarious. She was if hating. It, before you get all. into this relationship. And then when I found out how much the rent was, I was dead. I was like, your mama petty. <laughs> But anyway, his mama, listen, she demanded responsibility of him. She didn't need a whole bunch of her money, but she was going to pay something if you're growing in my house. So the context, the, the scenarios were different, but but we were still exercising the same principle. He was still working, although he he didn't have to pay his own rent. And the reality is he shouldn't be penalized for that. But he And a few living, bills. And he paid a few bills. He had his own car. Hmm. Um, trying to, she's trying to make me seem I'm like... I'm not trying to make I'm just messing with y'all. Go ahead. No, I'm go just ahead. trying to tell you that these are the realities of our community, that our women are more me, developed, Patrick. that we are hardworking. And the reason is, is because we see it. We see it in our mothers. A lot of us have absent dads, or or we have men who are below par. I know a lot of people who think they had a good dad, and I be thinking, like, this this Negro was just present. He has done nothing all 18 years. He, he's just here. Like, you, he's done nothing for you. Like... Case in point is, I'm not judging Rondell because I think Rondell was getting ready for marriage in his way. And when we got married, he did have a savings account because he wasn't, he didn't have a whole lot of big bills and he did have three jobs and I'm not exaggerating. He literally left one job, went to another and went to another. I would be like, bro, you Jamaican? But he was doing it. So I, 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 I want to be careful. I want to be careful to make it. Not, <sighs> I, I want to be careful to to understand that a man doesn't have to have a lot. He has to be hardworking. He did not had did not have a lot. He did not even have as much life experience. I had already had a lease in my name, car note, insurance. Like I had already done a lot of life things that he had yet to experience because he was still living at home. But regardless of that, he was hardworking. He understood stewardship. He understood ethic. And, and most of all, he understood what being a man was so that when we did get into the relationship, although he had never done it before, he had an expectation of himself. So he had a goal for himself. And so I'm not saying, you know, you have to be with somebody that has their own, because it's LA and everybody's trying to pretend like everybody got something in somebody else's name. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, is even at his mom's house, you still have to have the conversation. So how, why are you here? How are you here? What's happening? It was convenient for Rondell. Rondell was living for, Rondell was living for the Lord. And he was like, ain't no good for me to have my own place. And and listen, and I I had just come back from school too. So I was in West Virginia. I wasn't just like at the house from 18 to 27. Okay. Yeah. He came, he went to college and came back home and home. The other thing was, is that I've in my life, I'm trying to live the straight and narrow. And what I seen what would happen when somebody went out and got their own apartment, it made it harder. So I was like, nah, you know what? I think I'll just stay at home, right? If I did get my own apartment, I think at the time, I don't know if it would have been a good thing. So I believe solely in pre- preventing. I believe in running. I believe in using wisdom, so right? you said if you would have had your own apartment, you would have been a hoe. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying he is he would have kept that 500. All I'm saying he is he would have had to keep that 500 because he I'm, needed it to All I'm rent. saying is kept it. is the possibility, the possibility of that happening, the, the chances would have been greater. You know what I mean? Maybe at 35 or something like now, I don't think that, that that would be the case. But at that time, I was trying to take every precaution, especially with these girls out here in LA. Um, 
So no. so this example like that we that we started off with you oh, know yeah. kicked this conversation off with was a bit extreme. Yeah, yeah. But like so the question is because most there are people who are intentionally delaying marriage, intentionally delaying relationships because they don't feel like they have their life together or their life is not at a point mm-hmm. where they want it to be, right. where where they feel it's conducive to allow someone else into it in a right. romantic capacity. Right. So a, as a married couple, what do you think that all looks like? And Tanea has kind of already alluded to it, but like, what do you think that I need to have this certain amount of success? or achievement before I commit to a long-term relationship. What do you think about that as a, as a concept and, and as a mindset of people that seems to be you know pre- uh, prevalent nowadays? I think that it's more of a, um, a maturity level and mindset than it is having things, mm. right? Like I think that if you're mentally prepared, right, for one person, right, and you do have some sort of income coming in um, or, or what have you, then I think that those things are important. But if you're saying, I want to have a house, I want to have a car, and I want to be debt-free before I get married, that stuff, right, is just delaying you. Like, you're just missing out on, on some good uh, opportunity. You're, you're really missing out on on starting marriage earlier than probably what you could have started it. Um, I also think that you're missing out on some areas that you'll only grow in through marriage. Like, there are certain things that you're only going to get better at in marriage. And there are certain things that, that only your wife can cultivate in you. There are certain things that only your husband can cultivate in you as well. So if you're constantly thinking, I'm going to be the perfect person before I get married. Listen, I had a pastor tell me one time, he said, if you, he said, if you really want to get better, get married. He's like, because you're going to really see what you're made of. Like, if you think you're something. He was like, get married, and you'll, it'll show you what you really are. It'll show you what your faith really is. It'll show you what your integrity, your character, and your morals, how they really stand and how they really hold up. And I realize now, like, I thought singleness was hard, right, at the time. Now I look back at it, and I'm like, no, right? Because in your singleness, you can still hide from people. In your singleness, you can still take what you want for yourself that you want to hide, all the little nuances about you that nobody gets to see that don't get exposed, and you can still keep them to yourself. You can still go home. Yeah, you can still go home, right? When you get married, that stuff gets exposed even when you ain't trying to expose it. Mm -hmm. And now this person gets to analyze you and look at you with a magnifying glass in ways that no one has looked at you ever. like. Stuff your parents have no clue about, your spouse know about. And they're like, I wonder if your mama know that you didn't. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. You're still pissing in the bed. <laughs> Flip that mattress. Right. Like, I wonder if she know, right? And it's one of those things. Listen. Like, I tell today's stuff marks. about. Uh, you got skid marks. Girl behind skid marks. I bet your mama don't know. I bet your mama don't know. I'm taking it at the bottom I, of the laundry basket. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I don't know. Uh, I told to I like I'll tell Tanae about stuff that I've done in high school, right? And only Tanae knows, right? And then she'll mess around and say it in front of my mom, and my mom was like, "He did what?" I'm like, "Why would you tell her that?" My mom was like, "No, I want to know the whole story now." I'm like, my "No." My dad used to sell Victoria's Secret paintings on a bus. That's how he made his money in high school. He had a teacher who worked there and would steal them, and then he would sell them on a school bus for her. Well, I thought his mama knew. <laughs> Where her, where her right. really yeah. was. That story is not true, you guys. Do not. It's a Victoria's Secret. That's not true. I want to chime into something that I, think, <laughs> that I think you started to touch on. Um, I think relationships require a certain level of vulnerability that we as humans no longer possess. 
the reality is, is you don't we don't we have to we have to again acquire it or find it inside of our souls because to be in a relationship with me is I have to let you know everything about me and it's exactly what you said but it's the the fact is, is that maybe it could be a credit issue or it could be a you know a body issue or a mental health issue but if I'm in a relationship with you even the the ignorant of the person the most ignorant of persons understands that that's intimacy and so intimacy will eventually lead to revelation. I'm going to learn things about you that you may not want me to learn about you. Mm. And that is scary. That is, this, you know what I mean? When I met Rondell, I definitely wanted him to think that I had it all together. But at the same time, I want, I was in a place in my, I was, I was at a place in my life when I met Rondell where I was so happy that I didn't have a man doing something for me. Because I grew up that men are supposed to take care of you. Everybody, you got to be with a baller. And I had been in a relationship with somebody for two years who paid my, who did everything for me and I hated him. I literally hated his guts. And I literally would just think, how can I get out of this? And I would do the math. Like, I can never afford my own rent. I can never. Do so finally, I let my car get repo. I was li I met Rondell living on a friend's couch, waiting for another friend to move out the bedroom so I can get the bedroom. This is my true story. And so mm -hmm. I was in a relationship. So I wanted to date somebody who wasn't taking care of me. So here's the double whammy for that. I wanted to, to and it's the thing I have been taking care of myself for years. So when I initially met this man, it was like, oh, a breath of fresh air. But I, when I got to know him, I did not like him. And he wasn't a bad person. He just wasn't a person that was for me. And he was much older. And he was he he did not want to let the relationship go. Like, literally, God had to intervene for me Stolen. to get out of that. Anyway, he's so petty. <laughs> and so I was trying to figure out how to transition out of that. And I wanted, I feel like God had a higher purpose for me. I'm nobody's trophy. You know what I mean? Rondell and I build together now. And you know what I mean? His check is much bigger than mine. But that's just because I'm at home barefoot and pregnant right now. Uh, <laughs> Rondell thinks that is so funny. Sometimes I'll be in the kitchen barefoot making. He'd be like, you know you barefoot and pregnant, right? <laughs> <laughs> Cooking something, right? Millennials barefoot but and pregnant. Case in point is, is everything has to always be in context. Not and there's vulnerability. So... <laughs> so people have a hard time being in relationships because you don't want to say, oh, I'm 35 and I live in a studio and I'm two months behind on my car note. Or I'm 35 and I still ain't got no credit. I don't even know how to get credit. Or I'm 35 and my grandmama got everything in my name. I don't even know how to begin to clean up my credit. It's particularly for men, relationships, a true authentic relationship that's going to grow requires a vulnerability. Or for a woman, I've been with 50 men. I've had six. I've had 50 sexual partners, although I've been celibate and I'm trying to do right. <coughs> <I've been coughs> Right, so what do you do? You keep everybody. I want y'all to know the amount of judgment. Keep that to yourself. No, and, 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 and sis, keep that to yourself. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, no. is that she doesn't want to carry that burden alone. No, so yeah, when yeah, you definitely. get in a relationship with somebody, you 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 get so zealous about the little, how little and good the little yeah. feels, you will start to spill over and tell everything. But men got secrets too. If you, you got know what 50, mean? I want to know. Okay, so look. Okay, this is okay. This is this is my 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 take on that. All right, if, if you know you've been with a lot, uh -oh. right, and a lot a lot, and but it hasn't like you ain't got no diseases and you don't have no, what? you know nothing like that. Like you've been tested and all of that good stuff, and it's good. Listen, certain things you just should not share. Does I, and I'm saying, listen, for the psyche of that man, because it's gonna be hard for him to get past that. It is. Yeah. It, it, you know what I mean? And I'm saying, just, listen, have some, don't share that. Take that to your grave. As, as Bishop Omer said, some things I'm taking straight to the grave, right? If it has not affected you 
in a way that's going to expose, like, if all 50 of these men ain't going to show up on your Facebook page, like, yeah, I did it. I did it. Yeah, I spazzed too. I spazzed right. too. I, right. Like, if that ain't going to happen. Well, y'all go to homecoming. Yeah, you go to homecoming. <laughs> like, all, yo, what's it called? It used right. to be the jump. Right. No, don't. <laughs> it's like, right. If that ain't your step case. They be like, hey, bro, you got a good woman. Be like, I know. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but if now if you've been prostituting or something like that, I think a man needs to know yeah. before he marries you. You know, like if you've really been in that lifestyle, mm-hmm. because now he really has to be intimate with you, which is he's got to see the insides of you. And 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 only only his love for you is really going to make him push past that and 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 stay with you. And you don't want him to find nothing out like that while you married to him because his respect level um, – and his, his the psyche behind it, he may not be able to get past it. So I think that yeah, definitely in that sense you share. But it certain things you know you want to if it's something like that you probably want to keep that to yourself. What's the thing that your future spouse needs to know before you get married that if they found out after you got married they will question marrying you? Like if you were maybe if. I'm saying it's just a question to consider. Oh. Like mm-hmm. that's a question oh, yeah, you have yeah. before you, oh, yeah. you you jump the broom. I don't think it's one particular thing, and yeah. I think Patrick, uh, we talked about this before. It's a, it's a manner in which you conduct yourself. Right. I need to know that you can handle life by the bullhorns. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like this is 2019. Like I, I mean, if I, I some are things, you one who gives up? Yeah. Mm. Are you are you a quitter? Are yeah. you weak will? For me, I cannot. I could not marry a man who was morally bankrupt. Yeah. Because there are certain things morally that mean everything to me. I believe in feeding the homeless. I believe in loving people. I don't. I don't. I believe in loving people beyond their skin color, their sexual. Or, like, I believe in these things to the heart of who I am. And so I had to be with a man who morally stood with me. I believe in fighting for injustice. I believe to. I would die for it if that's what it called for. So I could take you know no education low education got a crazy mama not a crazy mama in debt but morally i need to know that when you see an elderly woman sitting on a bus i don't give how tired you are you're gonna get up and let big mama sit down right right exactly so yeah there are those things right that that you want that person to have right you want that person to be able to um and if he got a nice shoe collection i wouldn't mind either Ah, okay, okay. Yo, nobody want nobody in no the flesh. Okay, the like what's what's the white comedian name? <laughs> Gary. Uh, Gary. Oh, and he was talking about how <laughs> dealing with black people. He was like, "No, nah, I know dangerous black people." He was like, "Dangerous black people got dirty shoes on." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, like if he games. said, "If you black with dirty shoes," he was like, "You are a criminal." If I ever <laughs> seen what. He was like, if your shoes are clean, he was like, I'm not that afraid. Like, <laughs> you ain't gonna chase me. Man, I was dying laughing. Anyway, <laughs> he was like, I had to stop hanging out with my black friends because they were talking about me because I wore the same shirt on Friday that I wore on Monday. It's like, you got five shirts. <laughs> so I gotta buy a new shirt every time I hang out with him. Yo, it was hilarious. Anywho, um, this list again, I, I wanted to kind of. But uh, I think that that's something that she learned about him. Because, okay, so we started off talking about the woman who basically mothered her man until he was ready to be her man. So she basically raised him and married him, although she didn't legitimately have him out of her womb. Mm. She raised him. She helped his business. She cultivated him. Not cultivate. I want to remove that word. He had no word. place to stay. Right. He was, was sleeping on a friend's couch. Yeah. Found a, He found a place. She helped him pay his rent for right. months. Got him his first car ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. Car. But people's parents, my mama didn't even do that. Um, laptop got damaged, right? Needed it for work. She gave him her laptop. Covered the cost of their dates for a year. 
for a whole year. Boy. Listen, this is fool's gold, ladies. I just got to say that. This is fool's gold. If you think, if you if you start imagining that this same thing is going to happen to you as a woman, you will be highly disappointed. All right? If you do all this for a man, I can almost guarantee you that nine out of ten men, after you done built him up and, and shined him up and educated him and all of this stuff, he going to find something that he feels like is on that level. Take the car somewhere else. Take the car <laughs> somewhere else. Like, if 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 he sees himself on a higher level than what he was before and another woman comes along that seems like she's on that level, not saying that you're not on that level, but she's like she's on that level. And she don't know that he was a built a brother. And he was a, and, and all of a sudden he decides, you know what, man, a woman wants me that has never wanted me before, that has status that I could only dream of, and he starts entertaining that woman. Most of the time, that's what ends up happening. I can't tell you how many times I hear women say, I took care of him. He stayed with me. I was helping him with his kids, helped him with child support. I was dropping him off at work. Let him use my car like baby boy. The whole nine. Only for him to get the job he wanted or what have you and then find out he's cheating and left her in dust. But that ties back into what Pat, the question Patrick just asked. What is that one thing you need to know about somebody? His character. She show, He showed you who he was. This, this is why character is so important in marriage because we don't know what the future holds. We could leave here and God forbid, I thank you for safe travels, and I could literally become paralyzed from the neck down. Rondell is in, in covenant with me. That's how death do us part. Right. So I need to know more morally in in terms of his character that he's and and, and and then I can still keep the baby. So now he got a par- paralyzed wife. He got a baby. He got to raise. He got to pay every bill by himself. Cook every meal on his own. Mm. Wash his own dry. And, and in some capacity, deal with my depression because I'm sure I'm gonna go through it. So you need to understand that. Even though, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying he was a lazy brother because he clearly, she, it, it was the reverse. That was the problem. She was giving him something to do when technically in a relationship and a healthy understanding of, of how we understand gender roles is the, the man gives the woman, the, the man gives the woman something and she grows it. He gave me his sperm. I'm giving him a baby. He gave me a house. I'm making it a home. You know what I mean? He gave me a little bit of money. I brought some groceries. I don't know whatever the case may be, but we're winding down is that he showed he's not a bad person but he showed her who he was and when 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 life gets real because it gets real in marriage when your parents start dying we lost rondell's dad you you got to deal with insurance and 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 the negative balances and this and that you want somebody that's going to show up they're not going to look for you there are times where i can literally see my husband overwhelmed and i start to think for him so you know what i mean he so he he had a crazy day at work i know that these are the things that he needed to finish i finish them before he gets there that's what he doesn't have and the hard part i about to say the hard part about being a man is that is that you don't naturally think like that for women like like that take work takes work she naturally thinks like that for me i actually have to double like i have to work double time to think about what she needs me to do before she says it um it, it's, it's much harder for for men to, to do that Women, like, they they on it. Oh, no, you should do this. No, we'll do this. No, we'll do that, right? As a man, I'm thinking to myself, if I took her out on a date, right, and she got a roof over her head, that's good, mm-hmm. right? I'm, I'm okay. But the reality is is that she never feels more special than when I'm thinking ahead as to what I'm going to do to show her that I love her, that, uh-huh. I'm, that I'm taking care of her, right? He doesn't have that before marriage. Not that he doesn't love her. 
Not that he doesn't care for her, but he does not have the ability to prefer her or the skill to have it right now. She don't know that she need it yet. Right. He's not going to give it to her at the beginning of marriage, no matter how hard he tries. And what's going to happen is that thing is going to come to a head because now she knows how to think for him. He don't know how to think for her. And at some point, she's going to need equally that. equally yoked. At some point, she's going to need that deposited back in her during the marriage, and he does not possess the skill. Mm. And he's going to need to go to counseling and figure out how to do it. It's hard to be considerate of somebody when you're emotionally deficient. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing you say. Emot yeah. Emotionally, financially, spiritually. Rondell didn't have a lot of money, but he could sustain himself. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean The reality is, is In the world we live in We think that a man Needs to be able to Take care of us And if he can't Then we gotta take care of him If both people Can take care of themselves Then together We'll figure that part out But he he had no, he wasn't even Self-sufficient mm. That's a child You know what I mean And because he wasn't Self-sufficient You are literally Going into a marriage With a deficit as, as a child You can only think about you Just in general Right What I want I want ice cream uh, I'm hungry uh, I'm sleepy uh, I'm tired Right And the reality is Is that we're forcing, she's gonna force him to be an adult as soon as he says, I do. But he's still not an adult. He still doesn't know how to prefer her. He made a good message, but when, that, when it comes down to practicality and him actually performing that in a marriage, he doesn't know her well enough to do that. She right. knows him. Like it's hard to sustain if one person is the sole focus. Yeah. Yep. For he, a long he's term. He's been the sole focus. Yeah, if he's a sole focus, it's hard to sustain that relationship long term. Definitely. So, um, hey, I hope y'all got some wisdom and some knowledge. If you out there paying the brother's bills, cut your phone off. Because that's the only way. Because you know if he call, you're going to pay it again, sis. Cut your phone off. This is Tanae Deneen. I want to give a shout out to my husband, our producer, J. Patrick Wise, Christina Ford. We are Saints and Thugs. Subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram. And whatever you do, don't forget to brush, brush your, your teeth. teeth. it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.